Hello and welcome to One Name at a Time. My name is Pez and I'm joined as, well, you know, the usual thing with Ben. Hello. Uh, this week our topic is, I've called it place names, but basically it's any, any players whose like surname is like a city or a town or a country or a county. That kind of thing. Uh, the usual rules apply. You know, we have a 4-4-2. Uh, they have to have played in the Premier League. So, you know, that's um, the, the key factor here. We can't have any old players who could have probably made our team a little bit stronger. Yeah, so we get a goalkeeper, goalkeeper defender, a midfielder and a striker sub options. Um, there's no particular rules regarding nationalities or eligibilities here. It's literally, if your name sounds like a place that we know existed before we did this, we haven't sort of been too scientific and like looked in depth like we'll, we'll probably get loads of complaints that oh there's a town in the usa called ronaldo or something it's like well we we didn't know that we just looked through and went right that sounds like somewhere i know um so i'll put them in we yeah just don't berate us too much for not including places that we don't know of but yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll be a weird one this week i don't know if it'll be a particularly good team it might be a short episode we'll just see how we go <laughs> I think that's probably about all I can really say here is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but not for the usual reasons. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to I'm going to just say as well that I feel like there are quite a few that I sort of ended up looking up to see, you know, oh, I wonder if that's a place. I haven't included those ones. I For me, I have to have known that it was a place kind of before like researching. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. But you have much better geography knowledge than me. So there might be a few that I actually had thought of and ended up looking up that you put in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, they're obviously better. But um, generally, I've tried to be really strict with myself and just go with the ones that I knew 100% were places yeah. when I first when I first thought of it. Yeah, and, and I think I said last last episode when I, I gave this idea, like spelling isn't too much of an issue for us here. Like if, if, if one letter is a bit different, like if, if it's someone whose name is Darby, but it's an A instead of an E, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll count that. I'm allowed to allow As long that. as it sounds like it, right? Yeah, yeah. And as long as it's their last name, like I'm, yes. I'm going to say now we're not including Memphis Depay. We're not including Delhi Pally. Um, they're, they're not going to be in here. So so um, it has to be just like the surname. So. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, with with all that out of the way, everything clarified as like <laughs> as possible as we could have. Clear done. as mud. Clear as mud. Who would you have diving in that mud as your goalkeeper? I mean, goalkeeper was I think the worst position for me. <laughs> um, in the fact that when we first spoke about this after the last episode, you mentioned the goalkeeper I've gone for, and I was desperately trying to find someone better, and I couldn't. <laughs> um, so I've gone for Kevin Poole. Um, okay. Pool is a is a town in England. I, I think it's a town. Yeah. Um, pretty sure it's not a city or a village. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk a lot about Kevin Pool. I basically remember him because he was like he was Bol- Bolton sub goalkeeper when they had Yusuf Eskalainen, and <laughs> he was old as fuck. Like he was like 41 years old, man. Like, and not in the good Edwin Van der Sar classy way. In the fact that he was like you know out there with a Zimmer frame, you know. He made five appearances for Bolton in the league, but he did have quite a long career, 431 appearances in total. And he played for quite a few different clubs. Some of these I'm assuming in the sort of top flight, so Villa, Borough, uh, Leicester, where he won a League Cup, and Birmingham. Like I said, I I saw him when he was far past his best, so I'm not going to go on about him. He just, the, the other option I had, Kevin Poole, I think played in the Premier League or in the top flight because he predates the Premier League a little bit as well. He played in, in, in those 
uh, at that level a lot more than my other options. So that's kind of where I went from. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did the exact same thing for the, for the exact same reasons. I've this this week I've not written down too many sort of career stats and achievements. Um, I've mostly just gone with how they relate to this team. So I've got that, that pool is a town in Dorset. Oh, so if, if you're wondering where it was, Dorset is is where Paul is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he, he definitely played at the like in the Premier League for a lot longer than the other two options that I found. And yeah, the, the other two options I found are brothers. So fortunately, they have the same last name, which means I could put them both in. Um, and it's Ben and Jack Annick. Oh, okay. um, Annick is a town up in Northumberland. I've been there. It's um, got a, a former train station, which is a nice secondhand bookstore. Um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll put my TripAdvisor reviews on on the, the link below. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I, both of those are very much sort of like Championship League One sort of, of goalkeepers. I think Ben Annick came through with a bit more promise um, than Jack uh, when when he came through a lot a, a lot earlier. Um, but ultimately, they both only ever played six times in the Premier League apiece. So that's that's not great, really. Yeah, there's um, I, I I picked Ben over Jack just because I thought he. When he came through as, as a youngster, um, he, he had a bit more to him. Um, so he was my bench option out of the two of them. Uh, but Paul, for me, is like sort of a, most maybe might have been a backup for most of it. But like I definitely think of him as being like a Premier League sort of goalkeeper, maybe just because of the teams that he's played for. Whereas Anik is like both both Anik's are yeah sort of more more Championship type players or or potentially even lower. So um, yeah, Paul Paul was the the go to here. I think. I actually had someone different to Annex. All right. Or the, the Annex. Um, <laughs> so I had Joe Lewis. Now Lewis, spelt differently, but uh, is a is a town near Brighton where I went to university. Uh, mm. It's obviously spelt L E W E S. And no, it's not Lose. Trust me, I lived in, or at least I lived in Brighton for four years, and nobody ever referred. Everyone always called it Lewis. So mm. you will notice throughout my team that I have included quite a few Lewises because um, it's quite a common name. Joe Lewis, uh, though, wasn't, you know, probably less so than uh, either of the Annex. I think he only had one appearance in the Premier League for Cardiff, but he did go on to make 480-odd appearances in his career, mainly at Peterborough, I sort of remember him, um, at a point where Peterborough had, like, I think they were under Darren Ferguson, and they had quite a few, you know, players like George Boyd and um, Mikael Smith, maybe a few others. I'm trying to think, I feel like they had a couple of players who sort of went on to play in the top flight. Um, but yeah, um, he, I remember him being quite, you know, quite a good sort of young goalkeeper on LMA. I think he came through at Norwich. But yeah, he he sort of was the only other. He was my bench option. He was the only other one I had other than uh, Kevin Poole. Okay. <laughs> uh, so moving swiftly on into right back, um, who did who did you go for at right back? Okay, so this is someone who we have spoken about before, and is is potentially one of the, the biggest names that we might get a mention for this week. It's someone who, in our um, rest of South America 11, I actually tried to squeeze in as, as a right midfielder, but I think he's definitely more suited to be in a right back here. Um, and that's Antonio Valencia. Okay. Valencia, obviously, big city in Spain, good football team to go alongside it. I think that's always a bonus for, for this team. If, if it's somewhere that you can say, that's got a good football team, that, that adds to the, the fact of it being a place. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's a, Played plenty of times in the Premier League. Wigan, Man United, won almost everything with United. Played for Ecuador 99 times. I think we, we you know, we, we've spoken about him a lot in in that rest of South America level. He definitely got into the starting lineup of that. 
which uh, you know there was definitely a lot more competition there um <laughs> so yeah he, he, was, he was definitely getting in here for me <laughs> yeah um so interestingly on my right hand side i've kind of i have got valencia he could either be right back or uh right midfield because i think the other player that i've got could also be right back or right midfield but um we'll go with him we'll go with him at right back i think um as we did in the rest of south america definitely it's hard to say really with valencia but he did convert so successfully to being a right back that i think it's as understandable to put him there as it is to put him on the right wing yeah and and like you said like that i mean i've got two other options here who could probably play right back or right midfield i've got no one who's an out and out right back here like it's it's some no one maybe like a wing back like it's no one who i just go well that's a right back Though either someone who yeah. converted or could play a little bit further forward if needed. It's yeah, there's no one who's an out and out uh, right right back here. I mean, the only one that I have, and I struggled with right back. I think I even messaged you to say, I don't know, I don't know about right back, or I maybe it was uh, the right side for me was difficult. Um, mm. The only other one I had <laughs> was a player who's literally just broken into the Premier League this season. He's not been like a regular. He plays for Crystal Palace. Um, 18 appearances for them, and that's uh, Terek Mitchell, who I'm pretty sure is a right back. Like, I'm pretty sure at least that's where he's played for Palace. Right. Now, Mitchell, you might go, there's no famous places called Mitchell. Ben, you've researched this. You've cheated. There's a, a village in Cornwall called Mitchell. And the reason I know this is because um, it's actually where my dad was born. And um, <laughs> where where my grand's uh, sort of family um, were from. So it's very obscure, but like you know i i was aware of it as a place before it's your, own, your own personal knowledge gave yeah. you a, a in the same here. way as yeah, lewis yeah. man like i basically went off places i knew yeah, um, yeah that's fair. but yeah um mitchell is 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 a village in cornwall but i was really struggling because i was like i don't think i can really put in Tarek mitchell like i think he had a decent start to the season i think i've still got him in my fantasy team i think i have as well <laughs> um and he was playing but um yeah he's, he's, he might have a bright career you know palace tend to bring through some some good young players, obviously the likes of um, Wambasaka and Zaha and Klein, all sort of came through at Palace. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully he'll have a he'll have a good career and we'll see more of him. But I felt I was really desperate to get someone in who was maybe a bit more experienced. So that's ultimately why I opted for Valencia. I think at right back. Okay, so the, I think the other options that we, we we think for for right back, we should maybe talk about for our right midfield then. Um, so I think Valencia has definitely got this sewn up, whereas right midfield might be a little bit more open. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got I probably got one of them on my right midfield. So. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> so uh, after after right back, which I'm, I'm glad I had to tackle it this time because I know that's a bit of a problem area for you normally. Is is centre back a problem area for you this this week? I actually have a few, but none of them. Well. No, I'm going to say none of them are that impressive. I've ended up going for James Chester. Chester being a city, right? In, mm-hmm. in I thought it was a town, and then I remembered that Chester City were a football club. So, um, again, a lot of my knowledge for this week has come from places that have football clubs. Um, so, yeah, James Chester, a former Man United youth uh, graduate. Always quite like James Chester, actually. Uh, 35 caps for Wales. Probably best known for a spell at Hull, where he made 171 appearances and scored eight goals. Uh, over 380 appearances in his career. Played for the likes of West Brom and Villa. I always kind of felt that he was a player that could be quite comfortable in the Premier League. Um, but he probably spent most of his career playing in the Championship with teams that were trying to get in the Premier League. Um, I think he's actually at Stoke at the moment. 
God knows where they are now. Um, I know that it's not been a, a great time for Stoke, but um, yeah, I always quite liked him. He was part of obviously that Wales team that um, did quite well at the Euros. Um, and alongside him, I've gone for one that you actually mentioned to me um, <laughs> when we first spoke about doing this team, and that's Yunus Kabul. Uh, Kabul being, I think, the capital of Afghanistan. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, my geography knowledge isn't great, but I had, I had obviously, I mean, I think most people who of our age have heard of Kabul, you know, because of obviously, uh, recent, because <laughs> of, because of, um, he did actually make five caps for France, which I wasn't aware of. He scored a goal for them as well, which is, it, I, I didn't think he was good enough to play for France. <laughs> Maybe they had a lot of injuries or something. But uh, two spells at Tottenham, um, 140 appearances for them, uh, did win the League Cup with them. Only 290-odd appearances in his career, uh, but he did play for quite a few clubs in the Premier League. Uh, Portsmouth, Sunderland, Watford. Also won a French Cup with uh, Auxerre. Um, so, yeah, I, I felt like he, both of those for me, like I said, Chester, I, I've always felt maybe should be in the Premier League more consistently. And Kabul was, you know, a regular in the Premier League for a number of different clubs. So I felt like that was a pretty solid Premier League back sort of uh, centre-back partnership. Yeah, yeah, it's just not too bad at all. I, I went with with Kabul as well. I think that was one that I tried to squeeze in. Obviously, it's um, not spelled exactly the same, but that's not an issue for us. I didn't go with Chester. I went with this might be where my sort of extra geographical knowledge comes in. I went with friend of the show, Diego Lugano. Oh, Lugano right. is a town in Switzerland that I definitely know exists. Um, yeah, we spoke about him. Yeah, we spoke about him in our, our uh, rest of South America. I think he would even got into our um, uh, was it our under ten appearances? Yeah, I think he's Steve? been in two of our teams, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he's he's got a few mentions lately. Um, but yeah, ninety five caps for Uruguay. Um, played for for West Brom for a short while. Yeah, we, we yeah like I said, we spoke about him a couple of times. Bit of a shit house. Pretty good goal threat. I'd, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, to you know, wiggle this around if you want. I, I do really rate James Chester. He could arguably be more suited to, to a team like this than, than Kabul. But, it, I, yeah, I, I think Lugano is sort of a, a bit more established than both of them. I um, think for me, so. yeah, I think Lugano's international career probably elevates him above these two. And I think Kabul, I think while I, I would personally probably prefer Chester in my team, I think for this, Kabul had, you know, he played a lot more consistently at the Premier League level, didn't he? So I think I, I think Lugano and Kabul is is, a, is a, probably the best partnership here. Yeah, and um, that's that's ahead of. The, the, I've got two two other sort of good options, I guess. Um, Clark Carlisle. Yep. Carlisle being a town in, in Cumbria, right next to the Scottish border. Um, more of a sort of Championship player, I guess, but had a, a fair spell in in the Premier League with with the likes of Burnley. No England caps, but he is English. Uh, he was the like chairman of the the PFA for quite a few years, wasn't he? So he was always yeah. um, uh, when, whenever anything was kicking off, he was uh, front and centre with, with the attention. So he was definitely brought into people's um, yeah, like uh, you know, it became a bit of a household name just because of that. And um, I think he also went on like um, countdown or something, and was like. Yeah, won, won a, a game of Countdown, so he was quite an intelligent guy. Yeah, I think um, he kind of uh, defied the, <laughs> the sort of stereotype of footballers as stupid, didn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah, he was, he was uh, the think, thinking man's footballer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I think everyone else we've mentioned is, is a little bit better than him. And I also throw in Kevin Muscat, um, okay. who is Australian, and, and Muscat is the, the capital of Oman. 
um, home of Ali Hal Habsi. Uh, 46 caps, 10, in, 10 international goals for Australia there, played for a season in the Premier League, definitely not a, a sort of Premier League great, I can't even really think who you play for, it might be like Coventry or, or something, it, it's in the late 90s. Sounds yeah, like Middlesbrough player to me. Maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those sort of like mid mid table nineties type of teams. Um, yeah, I I just know him from from playing for Australia more more than in the Premier League. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's anywhere near like maybe even James Chester's sort of career for I don't know standard. I don't know, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, those, I mean, those I... are the other ones I really had to to throw into the mix. I had a few. I don't think they're really they can maybe compete with Carlisle. Maybe um, I have Dan Byrne. Uh, spelt differently, but obviously Bern being uh, a city in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. Dan Bern, uh, currently, I think he's currently at Brighton. Uh, 60-odd appearances for Brighton, over 300 appearances in his career, but he's generally a championship player. I think he actually had a, a loan spell at Yeovil um, at one point. Um, <laughs> he was at Wigan when they won League One, so that kind of tells you what sort of level we're talking about here. And also have Reese Oxford. Oxford, obviously, being, you know, we all know about Oxford. Uh, he was a big sort of like talent coming through at um, West Ham, sort of similar age to Declan Rice, but it's not gone the same way for him. Um, I think he had quite a lot of contract disputes there, and he's ended up in Germany for Al- Augsburg, mm. um, but only 50 odd appearances in his career. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him even on probably challenging Clark Carlisle just yet. <laughs> so moving into our other fullback area, left back. Who did you go for here? Were, were there lots of options for you, or or, or not so many? There's not so many. Kind of not so many for for <laughs> left back. Um, I, I, I had two, one of which we have spoken before, and he we kind of um, dissed his career a little bit when we did speak. <laughs> so it definitely wasn't going to be him. Um, so after last week when we had our, our Scotland episode, capital of Scotland, Edinburgh, yeah. just in Edinburgh. That is who I went for as well. Yeah, played played pretty much the entire nineties in the Premier League with you know with Tottenham. I didn't realise he was he was a left back, but that's what it says here because he he definitely did play a little bit more before I really properly followed football. Um, but it's it's a name you definitely remember. Obviously, you know went into coaching and and was, um, you know obviously sad news pretty recently um, about it passing. But yeah, for from all all, um, all reports, a pretty solid left back. Uh, never got capped for England. Um, I don't know whether that was a, a bit of a Injustice, but yeah, that, that's, that, that was a, a, a very easy pick for me. Just looking at the fact that he played for, you know, one, one of the better teams in England during the formative years of the Premier League. So that, that's, um, yeah, it's a, a notable thing for me. Yeah, I mean, like I like you said, quite a recognisable name from the nineties and part of a Spurs team that maybe you know weren't title challengers, but were quite good. You know, he did win um, an FA Cup and a League Cup with them. So. Um, yeah, it was a pretty easy, pretty easy choice for me. Um, the only other option I had, I'm not actually sure who you were alluding to, um, as the one we've spoken about previously. The only other option I had was another Lewis, um, okay. which is Jamal Lewis, um, who's a current player at Northern Ireland International, uh, currently at Newcastle after obviously coming through at Norwich, I think. Played in, obviously, Norwich's relegated team last season. Uh, might get relegated again this season, who knows, but... Um, he, he impressed quite a lot, I think, when Norwich got promotion to the championship alongside the likes of Ben Godfrey and Max Ahrens. But yeah, uh, he's, he's been in a championship team of the year. But again, his very early career. So um, Edinburgh was always going to get in ahead of him for me. Yeah, the, the, the other one I have is, again, it's probably due to sort of knowing that this place has a football team that has played in like 
fairly good level. Um, and it's Brian Oviedo. Okay. Oviedo is, is a town in Spain. Um, of course it is. Yeah. Real Oviedo, <laughs> isn't it? Is it Real? Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've definitely been in like La Liga within the yeah. past few years. Um, but yeah, I, I, we we definitely said he was more sort of um, Championship, League One sort of quality <laughs> with um, yeah, Sunderland and, and the like. Uh, yeah, fifty-five caps for Costa Rica. Played five years in the Premier League. Um, didn't do too badly, I guess. He was alright with 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 Everton for a short while, but um, I think he's over in is it Denmark now. Was he, he was definitely with Copenhagen? Yeah, at some yeah. Point. I think he was. So, with yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think Edinburgh. When you look at the career, like when you compare them at like the top level, it, it's um, yeah, it's Ed- Edinburgh. When you look at how much he played in, in like you know, the top top tier of England compared to the, the top tier of Denmark. <laughs> so, into midfield, uh, would you like to do a, a central partnership if you've Found I enough yes. player to do a central partnership. I actually, I think <laughs> potentially, I think this and maybe up front uh, are the best option, best areas of my team. Um, maybe, yeah. I mean, in terms of the amount of players that I had, I, I found like quite a few different ones for the centre midfield. So I've ended up going for James Madison uh, because Madison. Actually, the funny thing was, I was aware Madison was a place in the states. Maybe because of, is it Madison Square Garden? I don't know. Madison Square Garden is a, is a place. But, like, I was aware that Madison was, like, whether it's a town or a city. And then when I looked it up, there were so many different places called Madison. So I was like, okay, I think I can, like, I, I can get away with this. I don't know whether maybe, apparently there's a Madison in Maine. And I'm wondering if that's why I knew of it, because of, like, Stephen King. But basically, Madison is a place. A spelt slightly different with one D instead of two. But I thought I'd get James Madison in there as he sort of currently a very good player in the Premier League only one England cap so far but I'm sure he'll get more uh, over 100 appearances for Leicester 26 goals as of the time that I did this who knows if he'll have scored more you know by, by the time this goes out over 200 appearances in total also played for the likes of Norwich Coventry uh, won a championship was in a championship team of the year and won a Norwich player of the year I really like Madison he's one of those England seem to have quite a lot of good technical midfield players coming through, don't they? With the likes of Grealish and um, Foden and um, even someone like Mason Mount. But Madison really is probably one of him, Foden and Grealish you look at and go, oh, you know, you're really hoping that England might actually be able to win something with players like this. Um, And alongside him, I've gone for Gareth Barry. Barry being possibly a town or I think a town in Wales because I think I knew about this one because I feel like Barry Town or a football club as long as you didn't say you know it from Gav- Gavin and Stacey I'll let you off oh, no. <laughs> uh, I feel bad now maybe I should have not included him um, <laughs> no I think Barry Town or a football club who like used to show up on the Vidi printer on like um, fucking uh, Gillette Soccer Saturday um, so like you know like how I, for some reason it always had like before any games are kicked off it always had the results from like Wales or something yeah. um <laughs> 53 England caps, three goals. Uh, obviously played for Man City, where he won a Premier League and an FA Cup. Over 170 appearances for them. 832 appearances in total, which I think, is he sort of like, is Gareth Barry or Ryan Giggs is like the highest Premier League? I think maybe Gareth Barry's only behind Ryan Giggs as the highest Premier League appearance maker. 
He might even be he might have even overtaken him. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. definitely definitely up there for like, you know, overall appearances, isn't he? So a very long career where he was always seemingly in the team he played for, you know, City, he played for Everton, West Brom at the very end, obviously Villa, um, at a time when Villa were, you know, especially towards the end of his time, they're very sort of aspirational to getting up the league. Won an Everton player of the year, which kind of surprised me that that was the club he won a player of the year at. I would have thought he would have got one at Villa. But um, I wouldn't say I always liked Gareth Barry. Like, he did a job, didn't he? Um, you know, he was quite good defensively. He had quite a good left foot. Could, versatile, could play, in a, you know, could play holding midfield where I've put him here. Could have played at left back earlier in his career. Pro- could probably play on the left side as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the thing for Gareth Barry that kind of taints him for me is that he has 53 England caps, which I think is at least 20 more than Michael Carrick, who mm. was a far superior player. And I just will never understand why multiple England managers played Barry over Carrick. Like, I will never understand it. Because similar type of position, but Carrick was just a better player. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't think even, like, staunch, like, Man City fans now, I mean, maybe they would, but would say, oh, yeah, Gareth Barry was a better player than Michael Carrick. Like, how can you have a player at, like, the, you know, the team that are basically, you know, Michael Carrick came into Man United and Man United won three Premier Leagues in a row and a Champions League. Like, how can you not have him in your team? You know, I think if you'd played 4-3-3 of England and you'd had Carrick with Gerrard to one side and Lampard to the other, like, it's insanity that that didn't... It's insanity that Michael Carrick only... That they never even tried it for a game. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's insanity that Michael Carrick only has 30-odd England caps. And poor Gareth Barry gets a bit of a shit deal from me because he was the player, along with Scott Parker, who often got put in instead. And I was just like, these players are vastly and like inferior to Michael Carrick but he obviously was a very good very consistent Premier League player you know and very good at that sort of unglamorous role and he you know he could play a little bit he, like I said he did have a good left foot so maybe he's, he's one that I almost I I, I kind of yeah I kind of have mixed feelings about but I think he's a, he's a very good option for this team let's put it that way yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, weirdly, I have neither of those. I completely oh, okay. forgot that, that that Barry was a place, um, and Madison was just yeah out of my sort of you know grasp of random American towns. So I've I've got neither of those, but I've got a similar setup, I guess. Okay. So my sort of like more more sitting option is is like maybe maybe the Irish Gareth Barry, <laughs> um, Matt is Holland. He's tidy. Yeah, he's tidy, isn't he? He's yeah. tidy. Uh, is obviously Holland isn't the whole country, but it is a region within the Netherlands. It's kind of like the main region. It's like where all the big cities are in the capital. So it's kind of like, yeah, you can, you can understand why people do call the whole country Holland because it's like Which you know, I where, do where all, all the action happens. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it's a region of the Netherlands. Um, we spoke about him a, a fair bit in our, our Ireland episode and then when he faced off against whatever uh, teams they, they Ireland played in our, our Euros. So yeah, 49 caps for him, played plenty of... Um, Premier League teams over a course of about seven or eight years. Um, I'd I'd go with Barry over him. I mean, I'm not going to talk him up too much because I generally think Barry is a, is a, 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 be, a better player. As for my attacking option, I've it's a difficult one. I I I'd, I'd happily let you have Madison, but I know that Kagawa is a prefecture of Japan, and like prefectures is basically their version of counties. Um, I think Kagawa is actually like the most populated like county of japan so that's maybe why I, I i know it exists um so i've gone with shinji kagawa as my more attacking midfielder i think we stuck him out 
on a wide position where we right. did our Asian team. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that was more just um, sort of out of desperation. I think he's definitely better as a more central player. So that's why I put him here. 97 cap for, for Japan, 31 goals, a couple of seasons in the Premier League with United, hat-trick against Norwich. That's about all he really did in England, but very good in the Bundesliga. And yeah, part of a, a fantastic Dortmund team, which ended up breaking apart and going to United and Bayern and yeah, falling four, four apart very quickly. Mainly um, Bayern, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that's that's who I went with there. I, I completely understand putting Barry in over Holland. That makes perfect sense to me. I'd argue Kagawa with Madison. I think we've yet to see the best yeah. of, of Madison, but it's very similar. I think that's quite close. <laughs> um, the only thing I would say is maybe I, I missed Kagawa completely. So maybe like could we use Kagawa in another position? Because I'm going to be honest, my right side I don't think is that strong. Um, so maybe see who you've got on your right side. Um, it's, yes, it's just a very well, good are there any Were there any other names that you had that you wanted to mention, like specifically in relation to Century? Uh, yes, there's, there's, there's a few actually. There's, there's a bit of a, a trend of um, of Ireland, and I don't just necessarily yes, mean like yeah, at yeah. Holland. Like I've, I've got I Stephen Ireland. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, the entire island of Ireland was you know Jack Cork, yep. the city in in the Republic of Ireland. Sean Derry. Um, yeah. If you take off the first six letters, it's a city in Northern Ireland. Um, obviously, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Derry to some, London Derry to others, but we'll, we'll count it as Derry. It's um, no, it, like it's sort of officially London Derry, but sort of known as Derry, isn't it? Like, yes, yeah, yeah. It, it's um, it depends on yeah a lot of a lot of uh, aspects here that I think um, were uh, very uneducated to go into. Yes, <laughs> I, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't claim to know. In fact, for me. I wasn't really even aware that it wasn't just Derry until I looked, looked at it. <laughs> um, and I'll whack in Tim Sherwood. Um, obviously, Sher- Sherwood is like a, a region of Nottinghamshire, obviously Sherwood Forest. Um, yeah. There is actually like, like uh, I don't know how to kind of describe it. Basically, within Nottingham, the city is like a like UK Parliament seat, which is called Sherwood, just just Sherwood. So I've, I've counted him. I mean, you can, you can you can argue that it doesn't necessarily count. It's more like Sherwood Forest is the kind of thing. But it, it, it's no. defi- definitely a place, right? And you got, you know, with the Premier League winner, three England caps, obviously I'm more I'm surprised you haven't put, put him in instead of Matt Holland. Uh, maybe it's just recency bias there. Obviously, Sherwood's the, the main bit of his career was yeah mid nineties, and it was a, a bit out of my grasp. Whereas Holland obviously saw way through with yeah most of the, most of the noughties. So must be a recency bias there. But I'd still go Barry over Sherwood, even if you did say Sherwood. Yeah, over. I mean, I think so. <laughs> regardless of my um, rant about Gareth Barry, he you know you, there's no denying that the guy was very consistent for a long time in the Premier League. Yeah. I don't. I think you've mentioned uh, the only other one I had that you haven't mentioned was Leon Britton. Um, yes. Yeah. Again, it's spe- spelt differently. You know, I always quite liked Leon Britton actually when he was at Swansea. Um, obviously, a Swansea legend, over 500 appearances for them. I always thought he was like a really nice sort of like that kind of deeper line midfield player who just keeps the game kind of like ticking over for you. Mm. Um, especially in that Brendan Rodgers team, which you know was a very like nice nice team to watch so I always quite liked him always thought he was maybe a little bit underrated I did wonder whether in my fury that um, Gareth Barry got more England caps than Michael Carrick I did look up it up and Carrick is actually a place in Australia so I did wonder whether you might have Michael <laughs> Carrick but thankfully you didn't and we won't 
if, if neither of us were aware that that's a place we won't include him yeah yeah i, I wouldn't have thought of it. i know there's like i think carrick fergus is a place in, in like scotland maybe but like that that's yeah that's not like the entire word so i, I wasn't going to include carrick without knowing that place existed um i'll just show just chucking a quick mention for for Fran Merida, um, Merida being a, a, a town in Spain. I know they've got a football team, um, Arsenal products. I don't know what he's doing now, but he was kind of like the only one I went. Oh, I know that's a place. <laughs> Fair. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, moving on to our right side. So we'll maybe see who you, who we have here, and maybe we can move like Kagawa out to here. But um, who did you go for on the right hand side? Um, I, I, I mean, there's the couple here that I, I do also want to throw in that who could also play at right back. So, yeah, um, okay. one, one I did ultimately go for with Valencia being my right back is Mark Albrighton. Okay, um, yeah. I know that Albrighton is a village in Shropshire because I've seen it signposted um, on the road that I used to go up to, to uni in, in Wrexham. I, I've never been there. I didn't really I would like if, if I never went to uni there and, and traveled on that road, I wouldn't have known it was a place. That's the only way I know it is. So, yeah, that, I, I know it exists. Uh, obviously, you know, Leicester player still playing from now. Um, started off at Villa, Premier League winner, English, no caps. But that's not really a surprise. Pretty solid. I, I Yeah, like you said about maybe moving Kago over to the right, I'd probably allow that. I think Kago is, is definitely a more technically gifted player than Mark Albrighton but I'd, I'd like Albrighton he's, he's he's all right you know I like Albright, Albrighton as well um I always I remember him coming through at Villa I remember I think he had it might have been the Makeda game you know mm. um I think he had a really good game against United once um and he went to Leicester and was always just pretty good for them you know like really good delivery from that right hand side sort of almost a bit more of an old school right midfielder you know like a, a right a right midfielder rather than like necessarily a right winger yeah um yeah i i was always a big fan of him weirdly he he came to mind and i was like is it just because of brighton you know which you like, always do think about <laughs> yeah because obviously i like i said i went to uni and i was like maybe but all brighton just sounded like a place so i i did have him down but he was one where i basically had him i had him as like a second backup choice um because i wasn't sure it was a place and i had to research it so um i ended up going for a player who like you could play at right back um i went for stuart dallas uh who i wasn't entirely sure where he played um <laughs> but like and who is in a lead yeah neither not, not, not right? not the else so it's fine <laughs> like, <laughs> like who knows with fucking leads now like they've got like forwards playing at left back and like you know but um northern Ireland international recently in the premier league obviously with leads um i don't think he's played i think he's he was with brentford maybe before leads so not played in the premier league with anyone else but i think he's been pretty impressive um kind of playing i guess like a wing back in whatever bielsa's system is yeah i mean a wing back for leads is like what like a right-sided striker yeah, Basically. I mean, one of them wears number 10, doesn't he? So, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, Alioski is actually a forward, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Leeds are weird, but fair play to them. As much as I hate Leeds as a United fan, I love I love watching them this year. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fair play. Um, but, yeah, so I went for him. I, from, from my perspective, I would probably rather... This is why I kind of suggested it. I would rather have Madison in the team and Kagor out on the right-hand side um, mm. than Dallas. No offence to him, but I think Kagor was a better player. Um, yeah. What were the other options you had on the right? Because I, I literally didn't really have anything. Um, the one, I, I guess the one I, I kind of have always a, a bit of a soft spot for is Mo Barrow. 
Oh, okay, um, yeah. Barrow oh, in Furness, yeah. uh, in, you know, in, in Cumbria. Yeah, played for an, another Swansea one, actually. We've got quite a bit of a Swansea um, link this, this this week, haven't we? A uh, few seasons in the Premier League, never massively a starter for them. Always had a bit of a, an impact sub type thing. I remember him scoring quite a, a decent goal. Um, very direct, pretty pacey. Uh, 12 caps, two goals for Gambia. Definitely didn't get in even a, a slight sniff at our African team, but um, would would have been eligible to. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like I say, he's he's definitely below Albright, and I think I'd probably put Dallas as as a right mid over him. So it's yeah, I'd, um, yeah, he's probably like the fourth, maybe even fifth choice of, of here. But it, it's definitely a place. So you know, it's, it's all that counts. So uh, on to our left. Is there anyone who is even um, as, as good as our right-sided options? Yes. Now, maybe you've put this person as a striker. Or maybe you've not thought of it. Maybe this is my knowledge of a specific era of football that's led me to know that this is a place. Okay. I have gone for Raheem Sterling. Oh. Because Sterling is a place in Scotland. It is. It is. I know Spelled slightly team, differently, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, I mean, Scottish accents. We all know from last week that they make words sound completely different. But it's if you were speaking in an English accent, if you were saying Raheem Sterling versus Sterling the place in a Scottish accent, it would sound the same. So I'm saying it's all right. Uh, I mainly know this because East Sterling <laughs> are a football team who are notoriously terrible, right? <laughs> so, like, I remember it being like a meme before memes were a thing on um, Gillette Soccer Saturday of they would just lose like 9-0 every week. Um, so when I thought this was like my victory of the week, I'm thinking of, of Raheem Sterling. Probably the best player, best player I've got in this team, to be completely honest with you. Okay. Um, 58 caps, 13 goals for England. Obviously a big player for England now. Big player for Man City too. 276 appearances for them, 113 goals. Uh, where he's won two Premier Leagues, an FA Cup and three League Cups. Um, obviously, the League Cup, also known as the Man City Trophy. Uh, 405 appearances in total, 136 goals, including Liverpool, where he obviously came through. Uh, he did win two Liverpool Young Player of the Years, one Golden Boy, um, one PFA mm. Team of the Year, one PFA Young Player of the Year, and a Football Writers Player of the Year. So Raheem Sterling is really several levels above, I think, most other players in the team so far, apart from maybe Antonio Valencia, you could argue. Mm. Um Terrific player, and you know, I know he played for Liverpool, and I know he plays for City, and I should probably hate him. I, you know, I think he's a. Tr- I, I've always really liked him as a player. Yeah, okay, he's playing in a very good team. So whether his numbers would be the same if he was playing in a, you know, even in a team like United or or even Liverpool or maybe even like um, Chelsea or whatever, but uh, he's he's a player that gets you really excited. I always felt like he got a lot of sticks, didn't he, playing for England at the last World Cup? Mm. But he, he always. He's, he's a hard-working player. You know, he does a lot of running off the ball to make space. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of him. He's got a lot of stick through the media over the years. But um, I think he's always been pretty, pretty dealt with it pretty well. So, um, yeah, I, I like Raheem Sterling, even though he's a, he's a City player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's a, a pretty good um, evaluation. I don't want to steal your thunder, but, but if I may borrow it, I did also go for Raheem Sterling. Oh, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I, I, I knew of, of Sterling as, as a place. It's one of those ones that's like, 
it's 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 like about I a village so of about three thousand people, but it's officially a city, so it's like one of those weird ones. So um, yeah, I I I, I knew of it, but like I'm 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 genuinely proud of you for 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 getting it. I mean, it's yeah, it, it was did it was quite think, a, a, a weird one. No, no, I I I thought you were going to be like trying to struggle to fit someone else out on the left. Um, players such as like Royston Drenthe, Drenthe being a, a province of the Netherlands, or Jeremy Lenz. Lenz, maybe not necessarily oh, pronounced yeah, the same in a, in a French accent, but obviously a, a, a city in France. Um, yeah, both of them Dutch. I, I, I think Drenthe just had a little loan with, with Everton and didn't really impress, even though he was um, touted for big things with uh, with Real Madrid. Lenz was all right for, for Sunderland, I guess. He, he, he had a good couple of seasons there. I think he... Um, he actually wanted to stay with Sunderland, but the, they had like new owners or new manager or something. They just didn't want to keep him, and then they got relegated. And it's like, well, you know, maybe you should have actually tried to keep the guy. I thought he was all right, but definitely not on the, the level of Sterling. So, yeah. The only other names I had, um, another Lewis, <laughs> uh, Eddie Lewis, the final Lewis of this week. Um, I think we spoke about Eddie Lewis in our in our North America uh, team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has 82 caps and 10 goals for the States. Um, had a brief spell in the Premier League with Derby, but yeah, not even on the same planet as Raheem Sterling yeah. um, and Reese Nelson. So uh, Nelson was another one where I was like, maybe it's just because you would assume that there's a place called Nelson, right? Like considering history, but I was aware of a place in New Zealand called Nelson. Maybe that's the Lord of the Rings um, fandom in me coming out. Um, <laughs> but it is a place in in New Zealand. Young player coming for Arsenal uh, had a good good loan spell at uh, Hoffenheim in Germany. Hasn't really kicked on and sort of become a regular for Arsenal, but maybe one to watch. Um, but those were my co- other two options, really. I didn't have Drenta or Lenz, to my shame. Okay, I'll, I'll throw in another Brighton one just just for you. Solly March. I know Ooh. that March. I, I'm not entirely sure where it is. I don't know whether it's Oxfordshire or like Norfolk or somewhere, but it's, there's, there's definitely like a small little town around that sort of area called called March that I know of. Um, but yeah, I, I think Lenz and Drenthe are arguably better than, than March, who I think... I, I, like, I at least associate him more with Brighton when they're in the Championship. He doesn't seem to play a huge amount while they're up in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I didn't have him because I wasn't aware that it was a place. But I do know <laughs> him as a player. So, moving into our, our forward line... Like I said, there were a few more options here. I think. Um, mm-hmm. Who did you end up going for? Uh, there was there was a lot of good options here. I'll admit there seems to be something with with strikers being named after places uh, that that worked out for for us this week. So it's it's maybe ones that you you might not not necessarily immediately think of. Um, but I'll go with one who's probably more than number sort I don't know whether it's the 10 and the 9, but maybe it's just the shirt numbers they tended to wear when they were playing. Um, but I'll go with Teddy Sheringham first. Oh, right. Um, Sheringham, spelled exactly the same way, is a town in Norfolk. Um, I'm aware of this because I have a friend who, who lives in Norfolk and um, mentioned random places. And maybe why I know about March, it might be Norfolk. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like I, I, I know of, of, of Sheringham being a, a town, I think it's on the coast, Um in, in Norfolk there as, as a lot of places are uh, obviously 51 caps for England um, scored a, a pretty important goal or two played for United played for Tottenham played for, for West Ham played for Colchester played I played up until he was about what 45 yeah yeah fan, fantastic player fantastic player for England fantastic club player 
I think he's maybe one of the oldest players to actually win a, a, a Player of the Year award um, in the Premier League. He definitely won one of those um, with United when he was 31 or 32, um, which is quite impressive now because most people who win it are about 25, 26. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, there's a good few other English options here that I'm sure you have also thought of, but for me, Sheringham is just that little bit above them. Alongside him, I've gone with... This is where my knowledge of random places come, comes in a little bit. Um, it's Hernan Crespo. Oh, interesting. Crespo is where my favourite player ever, Gabriel Heinzer, was born. <laughs> that's probably the only reason why I know it. It's a city in Argentina. That's that. Yeah, Crespo is, is where Gabriel Heinzer was born. I don't think it's particularly big, but um, that's that's why I know it. Um, obviously, we, we had a bit of a conundrum trying to argue Crespo over a few other strikers um Inclusion in our Argentina eleven. I don't can't really remember if we did start him or maybe we benched him. No, I think we went with Aguero and Tevez. Yeah, uh, but it, there was there was four and it was so hard to pick between them. But Crespo was I mean, at least in this team he definitely gets a starting role for me. Uh, Sixty four international caps, thirty five goals. Obviously had a spell with Chelsea in and out of being loaned out to every team in Italy. Yeah, I, I, I've always liked Crespo. He's, he's well. There's ones that went up when we like sort of growing up, late '90s, early noughties Was like he was up there with me. You know, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it's yeah. just how it was. So like, yeah, there 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 were good strikers here who are really unfortunate to miss out. But for me, Sheringham and Crespo is like, yeah, that that would be a hell of a partnership in their prime. Yeah, I actually didn't go for either of those, so I I wasn't aware that um I wasn't aware of Sheringham or or Crespo as mm. places. I ended up going for uh, probably one that you have, well, two that I'm sure you've got. Uh, Dwight York, mm-hmm. obviously York being a place in, in England. Uh, in, another United player, probably the alternative to Teddy Sheringham in, in that Man United team. <laughs> um, both kind of like the number 10, you know, to a number nine of like Cole or maybe Solskjaer would have been like the number nine. Uh, 72 caps for Trinidad and Tobago, 19 goals. Did often play actually as a midfielder later in his career, Dwight York. Obviously, best known for his Spider-Man United, 152 appearances, 65 goals, three Premier League titles, one FA Cup, one Champions League, uh, 615 appearances in total, 198 goals. So not a great strike rate, but like I said, he um, he played a, a couple of sort of quite deeper. I remember definitely at Sunderland, uh, he played as, as a holding midfielder, actually. Yeah. Uh, he, he won a League Cup with Villa as well. He was in a PFA Team of the Year, a Premier League Team of the Year. He also won a Golden Boot. Um, and alongside him, I've gone for another player who won a Golden Boot. Dion Dublin, who obviously Dublin is a place in Ireland. Four caps for England, no goals. Uh, we spoke about Dion Dublin a bit in our alliterative uh, 11, didn't we? He got in there alongside Didier Drogba. It's just a very likeable uh, character, Dion Dublin. Um, you know, I think he's a, a great pundit and um, shame that things didn't work out for him more at Man United. I don't think this is United bias. Sort of the only other one I really had that for me really challenged those two was Chris Sutton. Yeah. Um, Sutton, I think, I know Sutton because of Sutton United, <laughs> uh, who are a non-league team, as far as I can recall. Um, the only one chocolates. <laughs> only, only, only one cap for England, but obviously very famously part of uh, sort of elite uh, strike pairing for Blackburn when they won the Premier League. 161 appearances, 59 goals for them. Also had a, a very productive time in Scotland with Celtic winning four SPLs, uh, two Scottish Cups and one Scottish uh, League Cup. Uh, he also won a Golden Boot. So quite a lot of Golden Boot winners uh, uh, this this week. 
but yeah, I, I I went for Dublin over Sutton just because I think I prefer Dublin as as a, as a person more than anything else. <laughs> um, and also Chris Sutton, apart from that spell at Blackburn, it didn't feel like he really did it in the Premier League that much. Um, yeah, he obviously had quite a famous, famously shit spell at uh, Chelsea. So yeah, I went for Dublin. Maybe it's it's a bit of bias there, but I went for Dublin over Sutton. Yeah, I think Dublin was a lot more consistent, wasn't he? And with well, pretty much every team he was at, really, wasn't he? He was always a good, a good threat. Um, his four caps being maybe said, a bit deceiving. That being said, though, I think obviously Crespo gets into the team ahead of Dublin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, like out of those, I had York as my, my bench option. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. I mean, it's difficult York versus Sheringham, isn't it? Because if we're going from like a United spell, I mean, admittedly, Teddy Sheringham was top scorer I think in 2000 was it 2000 was it 99 2000 I think he was top scorer Thanks, um, yeah. I think that was the, was it that season or the season after where he won like the, the player of the year yeah I can't remember it was one of them but it's because it, I think for the iconic 99 team Dwight it was obviously about York and Colm wasn't it mm-hmm. even though Sheringham scored the goal scored goals which helps us win the FA Cup and the Champions League yeah <laughs> um York and Cole are sort of the strike force you remember from that team more than yeah, anything and York, else. York joined us that season, didn't he? Yeah. So like that was that was like the the big impact to like really get us onto the the, the treble there. Yeah. Um, so it is a difficult shout, but I think over career consistency, I think you'd go Sheringham just over Dwight. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Is there anyone else you want to give a bit of a, a shout out to? I, I find a few others to be fair. If, if you two haven't. main ones that I want to give a shout out to. Um, the other ones I have really are of very little consequence. Um, <laughs> so I have a Charlie Austin. Um, Austin being a place in America in Texas. Oh shit! Um, yeah. <laughs> in Texas. How, how do I include Stuart Dallas but not Austin? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, completely overlook the guy. Um, <laughs> Probably one of the players that can feel really unfortunate that he doesn't have any England caps. Quite a lot of injuries, though. Uh, best known probably for a spell at Southampton, where he scored 20 goals and 81 appearances, but far more prolific for the likes of Burnley, QPR, um, maybe West Brom. I think that's where he currently is. I don't know if he's very prolific for them. A championship striker who did incredibly well at the championship and did, when he had when he was fit, do quite well in the Premier League as well, but un- unfortunately um, just never never really got like a consistent run in the Premier League for more than a season. I remember him being really good for QPR for one season. Uh, 498 appearances, 260 goals in total. So that shows you that this guy, you know, knew where the back of the net was. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other one I have is Jordan Rhodes, who um, Rhodes is either... I I don't think it's a Greek island. It might be a city. It's It's a Greek island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Jordan Rhodes, another like championship goal machine that never really made it in the Premier League. I played for one season, I think, in the Premier League with Middlesbrough. But Scotland International, three goals in 14 caps. We didn't mention him in our Scotland team, which maybe goes to show what a level of player he was if you can't get a mention with the likes of... Who did we have? <laughs> Naismith. And... Yeah, Gary O'Connor. <laughs> Duncan Ferguson. Um, but I wanted to get it in because I thought, you know, Rhodes was a bit of a sort of... Uh, you know, it, we've had a lot of, obviously, like, British places... Um, so I've tried to get in the odd sort of non-UK um, place where I can. Yeah, it's a nice, nice obscure one. That I like that. Um, definitely wasn't in my consideration. I did have two others who are definitely more sort of British places. Uh, one being Dean Ashton. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Within Greater Manchester, there's a, a town called Ashton. Now, there's plenty of others, uh, you know, but um, that's the one that's just that I know of. That's just Ashton. I mean, I don't know whether it's 
I mean, obviously, like when I think of Ashton, I think of Ashton Gate, which is obviously Bristol City's ground. <laughs> um, Ashton is like a part of Bristol. But, um, I thought you were going to say Ashton Villa then. I was like, dog. <laughs> if you're Sean Connery. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think he's one who can... Um, I mean, he did get capped from once by England, but, um, yeah, injuries definitely stopped that from being... Maybe, maybe a few more. Um, very unfortunate player, but very talented. Yeah, I, I always liked Dean Ashton. He seemed... Uh, yeah, he's a, a like, likeable guy as well from from what I've, I've seen of him. Um, I've got Matt Derbyshire, um, oh, who yeah, also can get in caps. Uh, there'll be, there's a few others who are like... Like Jack Wilshire and there was a, a Wilkshire, an Australian one. I was like, I can't include them, but Matt Derbyshire, I definitely can. So I think that's the only county I've managed to, to squeeze into uh, to this team. And yeah, other, other than that, it's just a few like Sean Dundee, Jason Scotland. Uh, there was another Valencia, wasn't there? It was Enna Valencia. Yeah, um, of course, Enna Valencia. I, should, I forgot about him. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in Narky Wells just because Wells is like the city where they filmed a lot of hot fuzz which is one of our favourite films, so yeah, you get to mention. <laughs> I do also have um, Simeon Jackson. Uh, Jackson, I can't remember exactly where Jackson is in America, but I feel like it's another, like, I feel like it's another, like, southern place. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I know there's a Jacksonville, uh, but I mean, I'm not surprised yeah. if you know that there's a Jackson. Yeah, that, that's, that makes perfect sense for me. So. That was one that, I mean... It, I didn't put too much thought into it because ultimately Simeon Jackson was never getting into the team. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he was, if that was one that I was like, I know it's a place, but I'm not really sure. It, I know it's, I know there's a place in America called Jackson. I'm pretty sure, so, uh, <laughs> uh, but I didn't look too much into it because like I said, he's not getting it. Yeah, no, not, not with those striking options. <laughs> so, from, from finalising the team then, uh, we both have uh, Kevin Poole in mm. goal. Antonio Valencia right back. I'm with you. Let's go Lugano and Kabul at left back. Uh, Centre back, sorry. <laughs> and left back is Justin Edinburgh. Midfield, I think we go Kagawa right. Mm. Madison and Barry in the middle. Uh, Sterling left. That sounds good to me. And up front, we go for Sheringham and Crespo with a bench of, I mean, Ben Anik, I guess. <laughs> of the two, I, 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 I'll... I'd hey, don't ben. forget about Joe Lewis. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would go Ben Anik over Joe Lewis. Defenders? Do you, I mean, I guess James Chester? Yeah, I, I, I had Chester as my sort of bench option. I think he's probably the most consistent of, of the others, like compared to like Carlisle and, and, and Muscat. So. Uh, midfield option, do you want to go for either Matt Holland or Mark Albrighton? I'll let you decide. I, I really don't mind. I know you, you kind of... You, you, both very tidy players aren't they? both very tidy players I think we go for all Brighton okay. we've, we've had Matt Holland in the team before so I think he was on the bench wasn't he in the Ireland team I'm pretty sure I think so yeah yeah. Um, and then up front I think you're right we go Dwight York um, mm-hmm. so actually you look past the goalkeeper it's not a bad side <laughs> No, no, that, that midfield is actually a lot stronger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, um, and with, you know, Sheringham and Crespo up front, you know, you've got you've got quite a few Premier League winners in there. You know, what, Barry, Kagawa, Sterling and Sheringham all won Premier League. So, like, that's pretty yeah. good. And um, Albright on the bench did as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. <laughs> okay, Interesting. That that was that was a completely different approach to what we usually do. Um, yeah, <laughs> but but interesting. Next week, 
we're making obviously are we get we're gonna make a return because it's my turn to pick and i've obviously thought about this a lot i have we're gonna make a return to nationalities and one of the things that we talk i'm gonna sort of spitball a little bit with you here about like sort of deciding which one we do one of the areas that we haven't really covered much has been sort of like the scandinavia part of europe we've had mm-hmm. lots of great players from there over the years you know obviously the likes of Slatan and henrik larsen and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, I'm just doing United players. Uh, Tori <laughs> Andrew Flo. But we haven't really done, I, we've not really been sure about how to, um, whether we do like a combined one or we do like individual countries. But I think it's about time that we did pay a little bit of attention to one of those countries. Mm-hmm. But which one do you think is a good one to start on? I was thinking probably Sweden or Norway. I think they're definitely worth doing individually as well. It's not like yeah, other it's, areas it's, where it's, like... Most of the best players from these countries have come to England, so yeah. ultimately, they like it would be very difficult for us to choose between them if we do mix them together. So, like even a Danish one, you're going to have a lot of competition for goalkeepers and wide midfielders there. So, yeah, I think they're definitely worth doing individually. And yeah, Sweden, I think, is, is a, a good place I, to start. Sweden, like like you, you just I, mentioned, like yes, yeah, Latin is is clearly like. Uh, a very good place to start, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Zlatan and Larson, I've just named our attacking partnership, haven't I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm sure there will be other options. Definitely <laughs> tries to think of some other Swedish strikers. Okay, cool. So, Sweden. That's that's nice and easy. Yeah. Um, won't be as many players in the past. And I'm not going to lie, I will be glad to kind of going back to just looking through Swedish players rather than looking through a list of players and trying to find ones with names that are places. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I apologise for this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I know. I actually, I actually, like I said, I'm disappointed that you got Sterling as well because that was one that you didn't get Madison, which is something. But yeah, you, felt... you should be proud of some of the ones. Like I mean, I completely forgot Austin existed, and it's like the capital of Texas. So like, yeah, what do I know? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm really, really glad that everyone <laughs> joined us to to listen to that, um, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Next week, we will be discussing um, Zlatan, I mean Sweden. Um, so I hope you'll join us for that. Uh, at least at last I was aware, it was still Sweden and not Zlatan. We, uh, we, we'll make, we might have to keep, keep in date, make sure it's not, the country's not been renamed. Um, it might be, yeah, it might have been. I, <laughs> but, um, I hope you'll join us for that. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening and join us next time.